Welcome to a very special podcast, an episode that I only do once per year, and it's reviewing my year. I did this last year. I reviewed 2021, and so that's what I'm going to do now is review 2022. This is part one because I am reviewing health only, and then in part two, I'm going to review business or career. And so stay tuned because I'm going to talk about my successes, my failures, lessons, and then I'm going to set a goal. One of the biggest goals I've ever set in my life. It's pretty scary. So stay tuned for all of that and more today. So like I said, this is part one. I'm going to review health and fitness and nutrition for myself. Now, I know you guys probably don't care too much about my successes, my failures, my goals, but you should follow along and think about your year. Review your year. What went well? Where did you fail? What lessons uh, can you take from those failures? And then I want you to set goals. I want you to set a health and fitness goal, a health goal, and I'm going to map out how I set my goal. I'm going to get very detailed about the big goal I'm going to be setting here at the end, okay? But let's get right into it. Let's talk about my weight. Let's talk about how that went this year. It was very balanced. It was probably a more balanced year than in the past because previous years, uh, you know, I've been very lean and then I'll do a, a bulking phase where I'm purposely gaining weight and then it just seems like it takes it so far that I need to do a fat loss phase and, you know, it's not as balanced and it was very balanced. So yeah, the first half of the year, I was probably, you know, in the lower 190s maybe uh, as an average. And then in the second half of the year, I was like an upper 180s average and my my goal for this coming year in 2023 is I want my average to be in the low 180s, right around 180. So I kind of want to stay a little bit leaner. Now, there were years in the past where I was a lot leaner than I was this year because I didn't have any like photo shoots. I didn't have any whatever competitions. I didn't have anything where I felt like I needed to be really, really lean. But what was great about this year, I was very balanced. So what that means was I was leaner for longer. So there wasn't these drastic up and downs. I just got toned to where I wanted to be and I held on to it. It, it was pretty good. There were some ups and downs, some holidays and things that kind of threw me off a little bit. But uh, my weight was very balanced. Nutrition was also very balanced. Um, I had way fewer food binges. There were some food binges where I thought that they went a little bit too far. And uh, I was really trying to always include treats. You know, those uh, treats don't necessarily benefit my health, but they benefit mental. They help me, you know, have fun or, or not feel deprived. But, you know, even though I did keep them in control, I kept my treats in control, I felt like at times there was too many, like I allowed too many. And I think I feel a little bit better when I only have a couple of treats per week or only one a day. When it gets above like one per day, I mentally feel off track. My digestion doesn't feel as good. So I think if I change anything about nutrition this year, it's just fewer treats, keep them more in control. I'll probably never delete them completely, but I just want to keep them a little more in control so that mentally and with digestion, uh, I feel a little bit better. And and for nutrition, I was way more patient. It seems like sometimes when I'm in a fat loss phase, I want to hurry up and get back to like, you know, big portions and pizza night and, you know, stuff like that. And this time I was just more patient. I was able to stay in controlled food portions for longer and it was much more enjoyable. And I got lean 
with like multiple off days per week, usually two off days per week from any nutrition plan and any workout. So that was also a pretty cool experience because I, I just have never been that patient before with a fat loss phase and I liked it. Now workouts, um, you know, it's about the same. I got the, about the same number of workouts in this year as I did last year, but they were more effective. There were better workouts and I was also more patient with my workouts. Now, what I mean by that is like, let's take your chest as an example. You want to work on strengthening your chest or change the shape of your chest. There's certain chest movements that are good ones to do. And let's say it's like 12 of them, 12 great chest movements. In the past, in past years, I would try to do them all every single week. In one workout or in two workouts each week, I would try to get all those chest movements. And so that made me feel rushed. It made me feel like if I missed one of those chest movements, I wasn't doing the right thing. And, um, you know, it kind of felt too accelerated in each workout. I had to get too much done in each workout. And so this year in 2022, I just decided I was going to pick a few of them and just do them really well. And I don't regret it. And I'm going to stick with it for this year as well. Because I was doing more in each repetition. I was better at achieving muscle failure. Because when you're not trying to do every single perfect movement, you know, you have time to slow down and work harder in each rep, in each set. And I think it benefited my results. Uh, One thing I do want to work on with my workouts is I got a little lackadaisical with uh, my tracking. So there were some home workouts. I usually work out at a gym, but there were some home workouts. And if I'm at home, since my program is built for the gym, I'm like, oh, why would I track this anyway? Because I don't have the machines. I just have dumbbells, a barbell, plates, and, and that's really it. And so tracking didn't make sense. And so I, I let that be a reason to kind of slip on some of the tracking. So I'm going to get even more dialed in on the tracking. Um, and that will benefit my results. So my physique, it's kind of related to my weight, but my physique, there were less ups and downs. Like I talked about, I was leaner for longer. So that was, that was great to kind of hold on to that. Uh, and something added to my physique, I had more compliments. Uh, and so in previous years, I think that's something I was, I was maybe missing. So maybe I was kind of looking flat or just kind of looking the same as I did before. And now when I saw people, they're like, hey, you kind of, you're, you're looking good or something like that. I'm like, wow, thank you. Or like, hey, did you change your workout program, Spencer? And I'm like, no, why? Uh, oh, your arms are like looking more toned or, you know, st- stuff like that. I got more compliments. Now, compliments aren't everything. I, I try not to be like a vain person, but hey, it feels good. And if I get more of them, I'm like, okay, what I changed in my workouts, what I'm doing with my nutrition is showing because people are noticing especially if you like go like three to six months without seeing somebody and then they're like, oh, wow. So that was good. Um, And so my goal for my physique is like I talked about with my weight, I do wanna kind of hold on to lower 180s, even like a 180 flat. So that would mean that I'm walking around even leaner uh, in 2023. And I don't think that'll be too lean. I think that'll be a very normal muscle tone range that I can hold on to. Uh, and then digestion category. So this was so much better. If you guys listen to some of my episodes, I kind of hint that I've struggled on and off with some digestional flare-ups where I don't feel very well and things don't flow like they should. And, uh, this was maybe the best year in a long time with that. This was maybe the best year in a while. Um, and I think it's because I was better able to control stress. Everybody has stressors, but I focused on what I could control. 
I, I focused on a better mindset and how I respond. And that helped with my digestion. Because for me, if I get stressed, that's the first thing that goes is my digestion. Uh, there was also less nutritional extremes. Like I said, I had plenty of treats. But like sometimes I get like too strict. I just like delete all bad stuff and just crush vegetables and protein. And, and then when I'm done with that phase, then I add in too many treats. And it's like these extremes, these ups and downs, even though they all fit my plan, I was much more balanced. I always had treats. I always had vegetables and, and my digestion benefited. I, and I stuck to foods that make me feel good. You know what I mean? So that was... That's a big deal for me, and uh, it was really good to report and look back on that and say, hey, that went well. You know, and let's cover some failures here quickly before I talk about my big, huge goal that I'm super scared about. <laughs> failures. Um, you know, recovery was pretty good, but it was very in and out. If you guys listen to my podcast, you'll, you'll see my sleep routine. You know, something that I kind of came up with and I kind of stole some pieces of it from other people that do good at recovery. And I did well in the first half of the year at it for several months. It was great. Then I fell out for a while. Then I got back on track with my nighttime and routine and my sleep routine and stuff. And then I fell off again. And then here to end the year, to end 2022, I was pretty off track with my sleep routine, my night routine. So that's something I need to work on. I think my goal with recovery is like, I think why I kept falling off was I felt a little bit like a robot. Like I wake up, I have this morning routine that helps me stay on track with business and in health. And then at nighttime, it's the same thing. This list of like four or five things that I have to do at this time. And, uh, you know, sticking with that for several months, I kind of felt like a robot. And so I don't want to feel like that again. So I think it's, I will still keep that nighttime routine, but it's going to be like with some wind down time or, you know, a little more flexible so that I don't feel off track the moment I screw up my nighttime routine. You know, a failure was office ergonomics. Almost all year I was thinking about, hey, I need a new office chair. There's like this foot platform you can get because I've had lower back pain. I even threw out my back for a couple of weeks like middle of the year, I have hip pain and I think it's related to office ergonomics. I've been thinking that for most of the year and I did not take action on it. I didn't raise up my computer screen. I didn't do these things that I need to do. I didn't get the tools to help me feel better while I sit here and do work. And I have a standing desk too. So when I brought this up to somebody else, like you should get a standing desk. I'm like, I have that. But then I catch myself leaning. I catch myself like looking down and I don't have the great posture, even though it's sometimes nice to stand up and work. I don't think that was the cure. I need to, I need to get these tools that will help me so that I experience less pain in my life so that my hip doesn't hurt when I'm getting my steps so that my back doesn't hurt when I'm doing workouts. So I don't think my pain's related to workouts at all. It's related to my office ergonomics. Need to do that. Take action on it, Spence. <laughs> Competition. This was another failure. Um, last year, if you guys listened to my year in review, I talked about health. I wanted more competition. I, I'm very competitive, like in a healthy way, I think, but I'm very competitive. And I wanted something like that again. You know, sports was good for me. I I, uh, I like sports so that I could beat someone or I could 
you know, beat my old time in track and field or something like that. That was fun. And I just couldn't find that. So what I did was we purchased a Peloton treadmill and it keeps track of your times on certain courses. So I thought that would spike some competition and it did for a little while. Also on that Peloton treadmill, there's other people's times. Like you don't know these people, but like you see their time, you're like, I'm going to beat it. So that was kind of fun, but it fizzled because it was all running. I, I like running. It's fine. Uh, but it doesn't really match my goals to become like this awesome runner. Uh, so that fizzled. And then I did a gladiator mud run in Boone, Iowa, which we're going to do again in 2023. And I want a huge team. I want an S7 wellness team made up of clients and non-clients. Anybody can join us, but I want a big team for this year. And that's coming May, 2023. I, and, and so you can tell I thoroughly enjoyed that last year. It was really, really fun. And I thought that gladiator mud run, even though it did kind of get my competitive juices going, like I can't wait to beat some of you next year at it. Uh, but, but I thought maybe that would spike, like I would sign up for some more 5Ks and, and kind of look forward to some competition there. That didn't work. Okay, I didn't want to sign up for a new 5Ks. It didn't like spike anything. So I need I need better competition. I'm still going to do that Gladiator run. I think it's a, a thing I'll, I'll do for maybe multiple years in a row. We'll see. But I need better competition. And so that's kind of my year in review. Because some of you guys have told me that you like to hear about what I do and stuff and my routine, and and that's how it went for me. And those are some of the weaknesses and things I need to work on in the coming year. But the big goal I'm setting is related to that competition. And it's a really scary goal. Like, I get butterflies just recording this for you guys. Um, because, man, this one is something that I've I've thought about doing and I've never done, uh, some people have asked me if I'll do this, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe someday. And, and since in 2022, I never found that competitive edge that I know I have. Um, I, I'm deciding to sign up and fully commit to a bodybuilding competition in the men's physique category. And that date is May 6th, 2023. And so that's going to you know require me to do certain things. And that's exactly what I want to cover. So that's my goal. So you guys should be setting a goal and then you should be kind of pointing yourself in the right direction and then um, putting action items and habits that will help you reach your goal, which is exactly what I'm going to cover now to end this podcast. So number one, I need to point the ship in the right direction. What is the big overarching goal? What do I need to achieve to do well in this bodybuilding competition? And so that is the overarching goal is I need to lose 25 to 30 pounds. That's kind of an estimation. I don't really know where I'm going to be lean enough, but that's an estimation. I need to lose 25 to 30 pounds to be my leanest for that competition. Okay. So that is the big goal. So we need to put it into like subcategories. What do I need to do? Well, I need to have exact workouts. So I don't want to just do what my mind tells me to do. Like, okay, uh, I want bigger arms for this competition or I want a bigger chest. No, I don't want it. It's not, it shouldn't be my idea. It should be, I need to match the body that they're looking for to win the men's physique category. And so I will need to work on certain muscle groups that will produce a body that they are looking for to reward gold to the winner. That's what I want to align with. It's not going to be my own idea. And that's a common mistake clients make is like they sign up for a program and they want it to go their way. And it's like, no, you got to do it how the program requires. And I need to build a body that the judges are looking for. 
So I need to have exact workouts, working on the exact muscle groups that they're looking for. And so I'll need also more calculated nutrition. So that's these are subcategories I'm listing for you. I am gonna do a little more with supplements. I'm not big on supplements. But since I'm getting on stage, I am gonna get, try for that extra 1% and I'm gonna take some supplements that I think will benefit me. Now, just because you're listening to this does not mean you need to be taking a big stack of supplements. I'm getting on stage. That's like not a common goal. And likely you guys don't even need that goal. The next category is recovery. Because when I think of the competition, the people that I'm going to go up against and they're going to stand next to me on stage, all of them are probably working out and all of them are probably able to stick to a workout routine and not miss many workouts. Okay. Under that, they will probably all be following a nutrition plan. But that one, in my opinion, some of them will be falling off track a little bit more than their workouts. That's a little bit harder to do and stick to, and they'll probably make more mistakes or fall off track more than workouts. And then uh, a lot of them are probably taking supplements, but then I think where the big weaknesses are with a lot of people or where the big difference will be is in recovery. Because I think an even smaller percentage of people are gonna be able to get proper sleep all the way up until this competition. I think they won't be able to put down their cell phone at night. I think uh, they won't have a great morning routine and a nighttime routine and they won't know when to rest. They will just have like this mentality of like, push it to the max and I'm gonna listen to my body, I'm gonna sleep, I'm gonna recover and I think that will help me a lot. I think that will be where I gain ground on a lot of them, especially anybody that's gonna be in that competition that's more experienced than me. That's where I'm gonna make up a lot of ground is I'm gonna take recovery very serious. And then I also put a subcategory prepared, okay? And that's dealing with meal timing, nutrient timing, and having my meals prepared. So now we need to commit to the actions and the habits. That's the next step here. So you should be following along with your own goal. So one, uh, I need, this is uh, action and habits. I need coaching, nutrition, workouts, and I need a posing coach or somebody that can train me on how to pose when I'm on stage. And I have a lot of those set up except for the posing coach. Uh, number two, 9,000 daily steps minimum. That's my. That's gonna be my minimum daily steps. Right now it's 7,000 minimum and I'm gonna switch that to 9,000 uh, just to boost the metabolism up a little bit, but it's not a stressful amount of steps because if I go to 15,000, 20,000, that's probably too stressful. And I wanna make sure I'm getting results with the least amount of stress. Uh, three, Sunday meal prep, get it scheduled. Uh, uh, what number am I on? Number four, two weekly grocery trips, get that scheduled. And number five, back to a good nighttime routine like I talked about earlier. And so from there, my action, so those are the habits. My action I need to take is uh, what I said there at the end. I need to schedule grocery trips, two of them per week, to make sure I have the right foods in-house at all times. Uh, And then I need to schedule Sunday meal prep. I need to schedule talking to a posing coach and then scheduling those sessions with him or her. Probably him because it's men's physique. (laughs) And then the last one I need to do and what you guys need to do is change your story. Change your identity. So my identity is I need to be a men's physique winner. And I'm gonna ask myself a lot is what would the winner do? What would the winner do right now? Would the the winner have great recovery and meal prep and hit their protein number and everything like that? That's my identity. I'm going to tell myself that I'm a men's physique winner. Even if I don't win, that's okay. 
but that's who I'm going to identify as, you know, for the next, I think I only have 18, 19 weeks until that competition. And so that's something you need to adopt as well is the identity. When you set your goal, whatever it might be, obviously it's not going to be getting on stage like mine, but whatever it might be, it needs to change your identity. I'm a workout person. I'm a runner. I'm a calorie tracker. We call our clients food trackers. Okay. You need to call yourself something different and you need divorce old stories that don't support your new goal. And you need to adopt these new stories and identities that do support your goal. Because then you will align with the person that you need to become to achieve what you want to achieve. So that's everything. Uh, This is only part one, though. This was health. This was my personal health and my big goal in health, which is super scary. And I'll give you guys updates as I go. And tune in uh, next time for part two, where I cover my business, which is, you know, for those of you that don't have a business, you can relate with your career. So I hope this helps. Here's to 2023. Spencer, signing off.